you, with you, with you, with you, with you. With Welcome you, to With You, you a women's rugby you, community with podcast. With you. I'm Suze. With you. I use she, her pronouns, and I'll be with your host. You. Always with you. There's longevity in sport, and you can do it, but you have to do it in a way that works for your body so that you can continue to do these things. We're back this week to chat with Mudge on joining the Berkeley All Blues and how we can age gracefully in rugby. She shared her rugby origin story on season one, episode two, if you want a deeper dive into her college and East Coast rugby experience. She's also supported with you from its inception, and I want to thank her for that. Hope you all enjoy this episode. My name is Marisa or Mudge to some of my rugby cohorts. I currently play in California with the Berkeley All Blues, but I have also played with Chesapeake Women's Rugby in Baltimore. And um, I'll also be playing on the Division Two side this spring, all, all things going to plan. Um, and I play at the wing, but I have played at center, fullback, and also flanker in my college days. So happy to be here. Yeah, so happy to have you too. Part one, overview. Yeah, so Berkeley is kind of like a, a big name. Um, I had heard of the All Blues before I moved and honestly, I actually wasn't planning on playing with them at first because I kind of was intimidated by their competitive play and I knew they had a WPL team. Um, and I was like, I just want to get back into it, you know, and I don't want to necessarily go super hard. Um, but the team that I was looking into uh, had during the pandemic uh, out of San Francisco and Berkeley started practicing in the summer. And so I was like, all right, let me just go. Like, I want to play rugby. So it doesn't really matter. And I kind of faced my my insecurity about my level of play. And I just started to go out to practice um, and played sevens with them. Yeah, it was super, like, a little scary being the new kid in town. But everyone is so warm and welcoming. And I don't know what I was afraid of because I know rugby. And I know that rugby is like that. You know, people want to, people want you to come out. People want you to stay. Like, and I was just so like, oh, my gosh, what was I thinking? But I think... You know, we were all isolated for so long and kind of just your your mental space changes a little bit when you're not around people for almost a year. So it was just so like, I remember that first practice, like, and we had to be masked up at the time and we're going to be masked up again um, when we go back to it this these next few weeks. But um, just being like so happy to just be like running and like being outside and like touching a ball and just it was so much fun to just be doing it again. So yeah, it was a really positive experience. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a different way of seeing the game, playing a game. We um, hired some new coaches over the summer. So the team itself is also kind of going through, you know, a change and shift of having a new coaching staff and adjusting to some new ways of playing and new systems. Um, so it's kind of nice because everyone was a little bit on an equal playing field. Everyone had not played for some time. It all Everyone's adjusting to a new coaching staff. So everyone's been super kind with that and very mindful of like, hey, like we're all kind of in this together and we all just need to, you know, help each other out. So that's been really awesome. I think we had five or six games, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like less than eight, I want to say, um, which was kind of a mix of like WPL and Division Two games. So we really only had about two or three like dedicated D2 games and then about two or three WPL matches and the teams kind of got to mix which was really cool so I did have the opportunity to travel and play in Portland against Orsu and then also play in Glendale 
um, which was mm -hmm. really exciting and got like, you know, 10 minutes against Bundale, which was like crazy. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Um, so we did play, um, we had, you know, the, the big changes of course with COVID. Um, like I said, we were masked up all through the summer until California lifted the mask mandate um, towards the beginning of the fall. We had, we tested every single week before we would play so that we, you know, ensuring that we were testing negative and especially for the times that we traveled, we were being hosted by other people. So we wanted to make sure that we were at least, you know, negative a few days before we traveled and stayed in someone's home. Um, and we actually did unfortunately have some breakthrough cases like through the fall. So when that did happen, you know, we would cancel practice for, um, you know, at least like seven days, have everybody test again before they came back. So it kind of was sometimes frustrating to have to kind of do all of these extra steps to get on the field, but everybody was just so aware and everyone's super, you know, concerned about like making sure that we're all playing safe and being mm -hmm. as safe as we possibly can. So I think the, the e-board had done a really great job of like communicating, like what was the protocol, like what were the things we needed to do? Um, and really trying to enforce them to like, you know, being like, <laughs> I will, I will send a note in the group chat and shame you if you haven't sent your negative test to me by a certain day and time, you know, like, so we're really trying to like, make sure that we're doing our due diligence to play safe. That part was kind of like, eh, but we still got to play. So I think like putting that stuff in place was necessary. And we got like really solid games. Um, the level of play was great. Um, attendance was really strong, I think, too. And I know some other teams struggled this fall with that. Um, I think Berkeley's such a big club. And so it, they, you know, we just had plenty of a deep, a deep bench, you know, if people couldn't travel mm. or got sick or whatever, like we had a lot of people to come and step up and fill in, um, yeah. which was really great. Which I haven't played on a team like that really before. Um, so it was kind of, it was kind of cool to like, know that if something happened or if I couldn't show up that I didn't feel like, you know, I was letting everybody down. Like I had a, a good support system of people that could step up and play. And not that I wasn't trying to be there all the time, but I was like, oh, this is, this is a nice feeling to not have to feel like, oh, if I get sick or something, like the whole thing's going to fall apart. You know, it wasn't like that. I was also thinking how how cool it must have been to have a mix of yeah. where everybody fits, but you see different people playing together. Everybody is rusty on some basic skills just from being out of play. Yeah, it was definitely like the first few weeks was like, oh my gosh, we're actually here again. Like, yeah, figuring out who's coming back, who, you know, moved away or moved in. Like a lot of new folks, I think, came into the Berkeley side because people had moved recently from other clubs so it was kind of like it was funny like I would assume like I'm meeting someone on the team for the first time and I'm chatting with them and and it seems like they've been around for a while and they're like oh no I just moved here like three months ago and I'm like what like this is like there's just so many new people to the area too so mm -hmm. like an influx of new people like you said like people retiring or leaving clubs people getting injured and so it's just kind of it was definitely like kind of a reset which I'm really I'm really think we're fortunate to have had like that fall kind of preseason um, to just kind of get back into it, get back into real play, real contact, like getting yeah. hit for the first time after 
two years is like, okay, like <laughs> this is, I remember this now, like that Sunday after your game on Saturday, it was like, oh, all right, that's right. This is what this is like. And I need to, you know, adjust and um, learning how to take care of your body again and, and how to recover. That was all kind of a, a learning curve. The first, uh, and, and sevens really helped with that too. And I, I'm not a huge sevens player, but I was like, I got to play sevens because I got to get back to, my body being, you know, adjusted to this again, you know, <laughs> like I'll run around the hot sun to just like get hit a couple of times and remember what it feels like. So that too is like making the hit yeah, and full send committing to it, you know? Oh, I had no problems. I was so ready to hit somebody. Oh my God. <laughs> <Tackling>. <laughs> I love to tackle. If anyone out there knows me or has played with me, I will go for the tackle. I don't care. I didn't realize like how much rugby really was uh, a cope, not a coping mechanism, but like such a release for me of, of a lot of things. And when we were in kind of, right before like COVID, when I w took a break, I went to a, like a metal thrash show with my boyfriend mm -hmm. and I had never been to one before. And I kind of watched like the mosh pit and observed for a little bit. And then I like got in there and just started like flailing around and I was like this feels awesome and I was missing it so much from my sport <laughs> I was like maybe this is the thing I can do for a couple months when I'm not playing rugby because just like running around and running into people was so exhilarating so yeah I was super pumped about going back into contact and just like getting that first big hit in was was the best yeah can't wait to do it again <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the wing is an old but new spot again for you right yeah I haven't played on the wing since I was like in college and first starting to play rugby and yeah I think you know just be due to like the size of the teams that, that we're on now um so that's kind of like where I've where I've been playing a little bit and it's been it's been a little weird but what I do like about the all blues kind of system is like the wings and the fullback are really involved a lot of the time so yeah it's not like I'm just hanging out on the side waiting to get like that perfect pass. Like I get to be in, you know, involved in what the, what the pack is doing on the weak side, what the back line is doing on the strong side and really working as a unit with that back three. So it's like, like I said, like I'm learning a lot about a different way to see these positions that I didn't see them in, you know, 10 years ago, because of course, like I was new to the sport 10 years ago, but. Part two difficulties. I think for me personally, just like rebuilding my confidence in my play and my fitness was a challenge. So, you know, I did, I stayed active throughout the pandemic. I did a ton of hiking. I got into running, but like running and hiking fit is really different than rugby fit. Um, and I, I didn't play any rugby from, you know, the, pretty much all of 2020 until the summer of 2021. So just kind of getting my confidence back of like, I am, I do know what I'm doing because <laughs> sometimes when you're on a new team with new stuff, you're like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so kind of just continuing to reiterate to myself, like, I know what I'm doing. I just need practice and I'm going to, you know, continue to, to improve and get better and learn. Um, so that's been the challenge for me. I think as a group, um, really just getting everybody on the same page again. And I think like with the new coaching staff, like learning at that new system and making sure that everyone understands it and, um, you know, can execute on it, which has been basically what we worked on most of the fall and will continue in the spring is like 
getting everybody kind of locked in um, and making sure like we all understand like what the game plan is, how to execute it and, and get everybody on, on the skill set back as well. So I think that was kind of the, the main challenge of the group. But the like I said, like everyone on the team has been so just I was so impressed with like how everyone was just so willing to help. You know, there wasn't like a lot of ego to sift through. And, you know, if you didn't get something and someone noticed, they would come over and like talk to you about it and ask you like, hey, like, what do you think is going on with you right now that's not making this happen? And it's like, oh, OK, like you're, you're paying attention. People are paying attention to each other and holding each other accountable, which is really cool. Um, it's a little jarring at first because you're like, oh, like, why are you t- calling out something that I'm doing wrong? But it, the big picture, you're like, no, I want someone to pay attention to me if I'm doing something wrong so I can get it right. And then we can all, you know, get it right together. So um, mm-hmm. that's been really cool, but also kind of strange coming from a club where I was a leader and like I was the one teaching people things. And now I'm, I'm the one being taught more things, which is which is different. But I'm, I'm really enjoying it, even though it's challenging for me. Um, and also just getting older, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I turned 30 this past year, and uh, I was joking about this with some friends, and it's like, oh, yeah, like, just things start happening that aren't, that you don't remember, like, you know, I twisted my ankle, and now it's just, like, sore longer than it usually is, and, mm-hmm. you know, my back hurts more now, and I've got to stretch all the time, and it's, you know, if I don't get a good night's sleep, it's just, like, a mess. I'm like, oh, my God. So just, like, that whole taking care of your body and listening to your body is mm-hmm. so much more like elevated now just and just understanding like you know the clock is ticking right like I, sure. I have if I don't take care of my body then I don't get to play the sport anymore at some mm-hmm. point um and trying to just stay you know stay healthy and not be injured is kind of like objective number one and then and then the rest comes after so yeah that part has been a challenge too like being off for two years losing that momentum and then coming back and being like oh my body's different now mm-hmm. and I need to recognize that and not grieve you know my 25 year old self but just figure out like all right this is who I am now and this is where I'm at, where I'm at and meet, meet myself where I am and then go from there so learning that lesson too which has been but still very capable you know I don't think your life ends when you're at 30 like no not by any means no no so and the height like when I started hiking and stuff like I kind of because a lot of people I hike with are in their 50s and 60s like Mm -hmm. folks who are 10 years older than me and like hiking 15 miles and running marathons and triathlons and stuff so I was like all right like that that community really inspired me of like there's longevity in sport and you can do it, but you have to do it in a way that works for your body so that you can continue to do these things. So, yeah, yeah. that's absolutely right. Listening to like the feedback loop, you, you're going to put in, you go to rugby practice, you put in contact, you put in sprints, you put in um, the mental work too, and to come back that you have to reckon with and adjust yep. to and take care of. Yep. It's work, you know, it's work to continue doing it in your, as you get older, but yeah. Then you feel like a, such a bad, you know, I feel like a badass. I'm like, oh, I still get to do this. It's such a, it's such a gift to have physical ability, you know? Grateful. So, something to be so grateful, be for. So grateful for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like took a four mile walk around the neighborhood the other day just because I could. I was like, let me just go walk around because I can't yeah. get out of my yeah. house. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. 
Yeah, and I think there's something that we're going to be when we're like 50 and 62, um, that we will have these tools because we've like been in the contact in the sporting world and we've figured out how to take care of ourselves and our ailments and our aches and we're not going to let them get out of hand. Right, right, yeah. exactly. It's a, another level of relationship to your body. Yeah, life skill. Life, yeah, life skills for sure. We have like a, a future book coming out on like, how to how to age gracefully by rugby players <laughs> Ever, everyone has like a section a little anecdotes yeah, yeah. wow why do i love that idea it's so great it might exist you never know it might already be out there <laughs> part three forgotten i think the the time and the energy it takes definitely like being, I, I work a, a pretty, I work in tech, so I work at, you know, at a desk job most of the time and going back to practice twice a week and I'd be like tired. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired, energized, but tired. Um, so just kind of remembering like all the commitment and time it takes to, to play. Um, like we got our spring schedule and, you know, every Saturday, February through March, is rugby and I'm like oh yeah like that's part of this and you know I kind of got used to having like the free weekends for Mm -hmm. a year and a half and um so kind of adjusting to that and and remembering like yeah this is you know a really big commitment and one that I'm willing to do but for a little while the break was kind of I I got to explore different things that I like to do like we you know going hiking and like being outdoors and um, doing, you know, doing some work in the community and things like that. So it's kind of remembering that, oh, okay, like this is going to be my life for three months and pretty much nothing else, um, which is not a bad thing, but it was just an adjustment. So I definitely forgot of like the, you know, this isn't just like a, a rec league, you know, this is competitive and uh, takes on, you know, a, a strong commitment. Um, but that's how you perform, right? And that's how you get a team together. So I'm excited about it, but it's also like, whoa, okay, got it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) got to tell everybody, like, sorry, I can't. I've got rugby again. Um, Yeah. yeah, yeah, You can come to my game. game. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I've got a lot of, I've been making friends. You know, I've got some friends in Sacramento. We're going to play in Sacramento. Everyone I meet, if they live in Sacramento, I'm like, yo, come to my rugby game. Like, let's hang Mm -hmm. out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll be in Sac in a couple weeks. Like, let's do it. So, yeah, trying to get them involved in the sport, too, is usually how I kept my social circle diverse when I was playing rugby all the time it's like just kind of my game and then we can hang out (laughs) that every single weekend is an adjustment for sure I feel like even in season breaks sometimes we experience that but for such a long time being off the field it's different like yeah got your feet wet this fall huh (laughs) Yeah, well, in this fall was kind of like, you know, it would be every other week or you'd have a two-week break or something. So it was definitely not as um, intensive. But, you know, we're still practicing every week. And then, but then like a co- like COVID stuff would happen. So you'd get a week off. It was just like, you never really knew. And I think mm-hmm. still this season might be like that too, right? We might have some of those unprecedented things out of our control moments. So it's kind of like, getting yourself mentally prepared to be on for three months, but also mentally prepare yourself for, you know, a week of practice being canceled or, you know, something happening that disrupts that momentum and being able to Mm -hmm. come back from it, you know, because I think that's such a hard 
and like you and I would experience this like in Chesapeake too like if we missed a week because of rain or something or missed a game like it's really hard to get that momentum back on the team and like make sure that everyone's still committed and energized and ready to go so I'm not building on something about that yeah for COVID too like okay what if something happens what if we have to stop for a while how does that play into our mental toughness part four joy the first 15s game we played in Portland was mm-hmm. all around a 24 hours of pure joy, like getting on the plane, like being with a team, having everybody wearing matching colors, getting to be hosted for the first time. I've never done the hosting thing. I had an amazing host. Uh, she and her partner just was like, yeah, you can stay in our house. They fed us, whatever, got us to the game on time getting to just play I got to play 40 minutes that day which was just like unreal it's like oh my god yes we're out here we're back we won it was just it was just such a and it was a beautiful day out it was perfect weather um they had the social on the field because at, at Orsu they have like their own field complex there which is so awesome and so rare I think in women's rugby to like have a space dedicated for rugby yeah and, they own it it's like yes yeah club owned Yes. And I have like that clubhouse. Oh my gosh. It was so cool. And so yeah. just like to, to start the season there with such a positive rugby community and experience. Um, I, I was just like over the moon. It was so much fun. And just to be able to like get back on 15s and have everybody there, you know, the big group there. Um, mm-hmm. If that was the first time with our new coach, we got to go, you know, go out together as a team and bond. To, so I was just like, I came back from that that weekend just like beaming like I was just like glowing I was like yes like this was so much fun and I just mm-hmm. needed it so badly for my soul so that first weekend in Portland was just a treasure an absolute treasure it was so much fun so that's probably my big joy moment that I'll kind of hang on to for the rest of the season and mm-hmm. um, I will say that the traveling thing is is pretty tiring so I'm kind of glad that I'll be doing local games for the next mm-hmm. couple of months because um, did a lot of traveling in the summer and you know it's it's really hard to get on a plane after you've played 40 plus minutes of rugby the day Truth. prior <laughs> and I'm just like oh my god this is crazy so mm-hmm. shout out to all you WPL homies who do that like every other weekend because that is not a joke <laughs> that, is, that is hard stuff yeah but that's a, that's, the cl- that's the closest to get to what it feels like to be a professional athlete I think you know yeah and like you you give you know you give the professional athletes a lot of shit when you're sitting on your couch watching tv but you know that shit's exhausting I'm like wait they flew from boston to california yesterday mm-hmm. and now they're gonna play a game and then they're gonna go back like forget it yeah yeah i mean i just, I mean, I just flying somewhere, somewhere being on a plane for a few hours makes me stiff yeah totally yeah so you're like working against that but you're absolutely right wpla it's it's another level of commitment and it's amazing it's amazing that it exists and it's all player funded and yeah it's it's uh it says something about women's rugby players with tenacity and dedication and passion and that's really amazing yeah i'm excited it's exciting to be a part of a club that has that link um because i think to be close to it you know you, you have a different appreciation for it and a different understanding of what it takes to get there um, and to aspire to it. You know, you want to, you want to play better because you're with folks who 
have such a great level of play and such experience um, under their belts. So great place to grow. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to share? I don't think so. I, it's so nice to talk to you, Suze. And we got to see each other in person this know, past fall best. season, which was so great. Um, so that's also the, the joy part. It's just like being able to see old and new friends, make new friends. So I don't know if anyone out there is not playing or still playing and on the fence about coming back. Just come back. Yeah. Everybody come back to rugby, but wear your masks and get tested and stuff. Yeah. Don't go be, out if you're sick. <laughs> be safe. Yeah. Be, yeah. Ca- be cautious, conservative with your health. Yep, totally. And for the health yeah. of everyone else, right? It's like another layer of rugby culture. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, no, I'm just happy to be back. And big shout out to the All Blues for being a super inclusive team and community that has welcomed me with open arms very grateful to have found y'all so that's all i gotta say about that and chesapeake women you guys are fucking awesome kick ass and i miss you all very much baltimore something else else. you got we gotta remember where we came from you know picking up chicken bones and glass (laughs) off of our home pitch before we could play on it so you know yeah hashtag stay humble Yeah, if you want a humbling experience, you go play in Baltimore or mm. uh, DC, and you'll get some you'll get some humbling experiences for sure. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. And that's our show for today. Make sure to click subscribe or follow on Spotify to get new episode notifications. Next week, we'll be back with Grace's full episode. You heard a clip from her last week as a feature for Women's History Month. Thanks for listening along. Much love. Bye. Bye. Bye, bud.